comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I am your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me, as always, our co-host of the year... Mike Luther. There we go. There we go. I wasn't sure if you froze or forgot my name or what it was. A little of both. Yes, I am here. I should adjust my mic a little closer to me. Yes, there we go. While you adjust your mic, Mike. Yes. I have a question. Is 3.30 on a Friday afternoon when you have yet to pick up children from daycare too soon? No, uh, I don't pick up children from daycare. I tried one time, and they uh, they said no. These aren't your kids. You can't just pick up random kids. So that's a good daycare right there. That is a good daycare. Yes. yes. Uh, no, it's three thirties. Uh, well, what time is daycare close? Six. Yeah. So five forty-five. I'll go get them an hour from now. It's fine. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. They they're probably having fun at daycare. They don't even want you to be there. My oldest definitely does not want me picking him up from extended care at school. Ah, like, okay. like when, when I go to pick him up, if he finds out it's me, he takes off the other direction. When my wife goes and picks him <laughs> okay. up, he's like, hi, mom, I had the best day ever. <laughs> okay. Does she have like cookies or something with her? Nope. He just Some likes kind of bribery. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. She is pretty I'm, cool. So I understand. I'm the hard ass mean dad. Ah, okay, okay, that's fair. So, got to have one of those. I understand. Yeah. So how how are you, man? How's your week been? Um, I've been I've been good. And once again, teaching. Uh, kids this week were a little hectic. I don't know if it was because of they had e learning days last week, and then they're going back to school now. Or what it was, but yeah, it was, a, it was a little crazy. Today wasn't too bad, though. Luckily, it wasn't too bad because I had my supervisor come in and observe me because they're supposed to do that. They're supposed to observe you at least once a year. Now, I've been with this company for four years, and this is the first time I've ever been observed. <laughs> and not for, because I, the other teacher, well, sorry, the other supervisor, she up, she's big, big boss now. Um, she really just didn't have time. So she always told me, like, I got to come sometime to observe you. And I just wouldn't tell her a time to come. <laughs> but this one was like, I really need to observe you. And I'm like, OK. So I, I but luckily I was able to pick what days to come and what class to come to. So like, I, I'm like, I'm picking my good kids. I'm right. At least best behaved kids. Good. Oh, I know it was good. Good lesson, too. And uh, tremendous marks across the board for you because you are stellar at your job, Mike. I, I hope so. I mean, I haven't been fired yet. So if your supervisors and, and upper management are listening right now, I say to them, give this man a raise. I, I'd agree with you. Okay. Uh, yeah. No complaints here. 
Well, we apologize to all of you social media followers. If you were waiting for last week's episode to, to drop on social media, we recorded it last week, like usual, and even got it uh, uh, published on the 5th, which was last Saturday. And uh, apparently we never got it on Facebook. So it's on Facebook now. Uh, you'll see it is ironically posted um, or I- ironically captioned, I, I guess, that uh, here's last week's episode, moments before we record this week's episode. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about this week, Mike. Yeah. And for all of the social media people, uh, tell us where where are you? you follow us at uh, do, do you follow us on twitter do you follow us on facebook uh youtube i would say instagram don't follow us on instagram i mean look if you follow us on instagram i'll put some more stuff out there but there's there, there's pictures i don't what am i going to take pictures of my room from where the podcast office is nobody wants to see that so tell but still tell me where you follow us at and uh start posting more stuff there okay there yeah. you go, uh, folks. You have uh, you have your marching orders, and that's our show. That's it. <laughs> and usually give marching orders at the end. So yeah, but I got to do it now. I know for sure they're listening to it now. True, true. Um, look, I speaking of listeners and marching orders, I gave best friend of the show Josh one job this week because okay. famously he has said. Man, I can't watch or I can't listen to the show because I don't want anything to be spoiled and I'm months behind on on everything. So I said, Josh, give us give me a topic that I can take to Mike that we can talk about. It's your choosing. That's evergreen. So we don't spoil anything. And his response was along the lines of LOL. Maybe LOL. OK. OK. And I, I messaged him again uh, earlier today. About an hour ago, actually, and I said, "Do you have a topic for me and Mike for our episode this week?" Crickets. Okay, I was, I was like, when you started this, I was like, "Did he tell me a topic that I was supposed to be doing stuff on?" Like, I'm thinking in my head. No, well, that's okay. So now, since best friend of the show Josh didn't want to uh, reply to you, we're just going to spoil everything. <laughs> I oh and full disclosure, I gave him over three days to okay. provide us with a topic. I, I reached out to him Tuesday morning. Well, maybe he's maybe he's looking, he's really thinking about it. And next time, next podcast, we'll be All able right. to have that topic. Sounds good. Uh, in the meantime, let's talk about uh, the things that we are able to talk about, Mike. Yeah, and this is not. This is all stuff uh, that we're, you know, of course, we oftentimes put a lot of uh, talking uh, topics and, and things like that for you on Facebook, uh, but also for us, because that's where we come, <laughs> we like circle back around and talk about everything. Right. So uh, a couple of days ago, DC Comics uh, provided a summer comic teaser for their big event uh, for the, the summer that is called Dark Crisis. Mike, did you have an opportunity to watch that video? I did not. Okay. Is it because you, know. you hate Green Lantern? I didn't even know it was a video, to be honest with you. It says YouTube.com right underneath the picture. Yeah. Mike, I can't make it uh, any it easier just... for 
I thought it was a bunch of moving pictures. <laughs> well, I did watch it. And okay. apparently it? It, it is the culmination of a bunch of things that I'm not reading right now. <laughs> it, <laughs> okay. It, 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 look, well, I assumed I, that. Right. Uh, because obviously. Um, uh, apparently, so all the crisis events, uh, you know, from crisis on infinite earth to infinite crisis, final crisis, uh, heroes in crisis, I believe was the, the last one that was more, you know, like heroes in crisis would be if Kevin Smith wrote uh, a justice league thing. It's just a lot of talking. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. We're all of course, big fans of Kevin Smith, but allegedly uh, based on the, the video uh, provided to you, Mike, and to all of our listeners and viewers, uh, this is going to be, we're seeing like death of a justice league event right now. Somebody apparently is going through again. I'm catching this, you know, secondhand uh, because I, I'm, I'm not reading this story as of yet, but somebody's coming through and apparently killing the justice league. So dark crisis is like the next generation's crisis event. Uh, so it's less Superman, more Superboy. Um, you, you know, it's, okay. Okay. It looks like maybe Damian uh, Wayne instead of Bruce, uh, Jessica Cruz instead of Hal Jordan type of thing. You know, it's it's that next generation in their in their big moment. So, so this is stuff that's happening like now in the comic books. It's yes, like a new thing, which means we will probably read this in like ten years. I, I realistically just. So stop. If I could find, because I, by and large, have stepped away from monthly comics, right? So if I could find right. the the trade paperback for, uh, you know, Death of the Justice League, and there was another story that the writer um, mentioned, you know, that that's tying like the Dark Crisis is like the final chapter, like the third arc or whatever, or at least the next chapter, I should say. Um, if I could find those two like lead-in stories. Um, then you know I, I I I would be more apt to read it sooner than a decade from now. Um, yeah. But it is uh, coming out, I believe, in June. They do have one um, like prequel setup issue coming out for Comic Book Day, so you can look for that. And then there's another like uh, number zero or or uh, prologue type uh, issue as well. So I believe, uh, it, and again because I did watch the video, but a lot of the nuance minutia of, of it, I, you know, kind of in one ear, not the other, I believe it's eight stories uh, or eight issues uh, with two kind of lead in lead in books for dark crisis from DC comics. Well, it sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, speaking of DC comics, a guy I work with, um, I saw on his mm-hmm. like work calendar, that today through Monday it says DC trip. So I said, Oh man, have, have fun out in uh, Burbank, California. And he says like Arlington, Virginia. <laughs> I said, Oh, so I, I'm sorry. I saw a DC trip and I just assumed you were going to the headquarters of DC comics, which is out in Hollywood. He said, maybe, <laughs> maybe next time. So well, that, that would be nice. Uh, speaking of DC, do we want to continue on with comic book talk? Yes. Okay. Um, I finished uh, Green Lantern 
Sinestro Corps War Volume 2. I talked about it a little bit last time. Um, I would say one thing I forgot to mention last time, and they made it very clear, especially in Volume 1, is that the Green Lanterns are not allowed to um, intentionally kill anybody. At least in this story, in this storyline. I vaguely remember uh, starting that. Off, yeah, starting off because it, the, they're kind of getting defeated by, by the Sinestro Corps War, and one of them, I forget who, tries to create a missile to attack. And the uh, the, the ring even says, um, uh, what is it? Uh, lethal means detected, ring shut down, or whatever it says, right? Now, spoiler alert, uh, in the volume two, I'm not sure what's going on here. In volume two, they uh, <laughs> they uh, they are allowed to, like for whatever reason, the rings are just like, yeah, go ahead and kill people now. I so, remember, and I, you'll have to forgive me. I don't remember the specifics um, of that, but it seems like I believe the non-lethal measures were something instituted by the Guardians. Probably. Uh, I think and, so. Yeah. And so with, with the elevated threat they level. It. Yeah. 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 They, they, they rewrote their book that I guess technically not supposed to re- rewrite, but there's like, whatever, we'll do what we want. Uh, it's the book yeah, of all. So I, I finished it. Yeah. So <laughs> what you got to do. Uh, I finished it. And now question I have for people out there is what do I read next? And I have choices. I have, uh, I can continue on with Sinestro Core, sort of, with Tales of the Sinestro Core War. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One. I can still go with Green Lantern, go with the prelude to the Blackest Night, Green Lantern, Agent Orange. Okay. Oh, yes. That's where we meet Larflees. We stay, maybe we stay in the uh, DC world, but we don't go Green Lantern. And instead, we go Green Arrow by Kevin Smith. Or we go out of DC, we go with the Ultimates 2, Volume 1, Gods and Monsters. So I don't know what I'm going to read next. But Have you read all the other Ultimates? No. I would start with Ultimates, Volume 1. Ultimus Volume One. Okay, this so this one, Gods and Monsters. Not that one. I would start because you said that's Volume Two, right? No. Well, it's, it says the Ultimates Two Volume One. It's confusing. I know. You want to find the Ultimates? Okay, I'm going to see if you have the Ultimates down there. Not right now, obviously. But if if that's <laughs> case, so we at least. <laughs> I should be like, all right, we'll, we're gonna, all right there Hold goes on, Mike. Be right back. Yeah, <laughs> can't just wait for him. But then uh, you see, like, on the camera, you just see comic books flying up in the air <laughs> and stuff trying to find them. <laughs> oh, and somebody finally... Right, so we got, we got one vote for Ultimates. That's good. Okay. And that might be the only vote we get. So there it is. Put it out there uh, via social media. Oh, if uh, you... I don't know. Are we recording this? Video or just audio? audio okay that's fine and I'll, I'll record something for social media put it out there on the twits i think based on critical not review 
response, maybe. Okay. I, I think uh, I think people are going to go with the Green Arrow, the Kevin Smith Green Arrow run. Possibly. Which, I'm going to tag him in it, so he gets a vote. <laughs> well. What if it, he did respond, but he, he went with something else? He's like, nah, go with, go with the Ultimates. It's better. So, oddly enough, I was just listening to uh, a Fat Man be uh, yeah, Fat Man Beyond before uh, we started rolling sound here, and he was talking about uh, Star Wars. In, in, you know, okay. primarily, you know, like if the joke was, if they asked him to direct, he's like, ah, I don't know, can I just can I just be in it instead? <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Because right. everybody who's familiar with Kevin Smith knows he's he's very like self deprecating. Um, yes. And he says there was a time when, you know, like a younger Kevin Smith might take up the challenge of writing Star Wars. But now I just want to kind of be in it or or, or not even that, you know, just watch it. Um, but I know that he's continues to be very proud of his comic book work, uh, be it, you know, Batman, uh, Green Arrow, Daredevil, etc. Uh, so he's very proud of that. Um, however, I still like, you know, he, he might say. If I if he took the time to actually respond, um, he would say, I don't know, go, you know, go find a seminal work, go find, uh, you know, a Frank Miller's, uh, you know, uh, Batman Returns or, or, you know, some, something like that. He would probably, which is something you've probably read already. So, um, but I, I just feel like that's, you know, my understanding of Kevin Smith. I feel like uh, that that's how he would deflect the attention towards himself. Away from, away from himself, away from himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might be correct. Yes, uh, but I, I enjoyed his uh, the first book I read, first comic book I read that he wrote, uh, Guardian Devil. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that one. So, mm-hmm. what else do we got to talk about? I, I was I was scrolling through the the Facebook and I was like, oh, we do have a bit. We do. I know <clears throat> I know one. Hmm. I was gonna say I know one of. The, Things just offhand was the uh, one you were really excited about. I think we'll save that towards the end. Talking about the that starts with an F. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. The one that I'm really okay. excited about starts with an R. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so we learned earlier this week that uh, Russell Crowe is cast in a Sony Marvel movie uh, joining Aaron Taylor Johnson in Craven the Hunter. Yes, Craven the Hunter, I believe, coming out, what, 2023, did it say? I, I believe that's a 2023 slate. I, you know, I have no reason to doubt you. Yeah, it sounds like a 2023 movie. I'm having Craven to- the Hunter, which a lot of people were wanting Craven to be in we talked about this in a Spider-Man movie, do a, a Craven's last hunt. Maybe it can still happen after this origin. We don't know what's happening with, you know, Sony and Marvel, but uh, Russell Crowe will be playing. What will he be playing? Greg, tell everybody. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> I just know he won't be playing Craven the Hunter <laughs> because that's already uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes. And he is a bit too old to play Craven the Hunter and, a bit too out of shape. You know what? Here's a thought, though. Mm-hmm. And, and this just comes to me. What if he is playing Craven, but like an older version who, you know, and then who's like, like bookending the movie 
you know, like telling the story of, okay, of okay. his life. That's that could be, you know, yeah, telling what happens, you know. All I know is, looks at him and goes, man, what happened? <laughs> like I got old. <laughs> if uh, if Aaron Taylor Johnson can knock out that Sokovian accent for uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, I have no qualms whatsoever about whatever nationality Craven's supposed to be. But I'm pretty sure it's like his real name is like Cravenoff or something. So I feel like there's some yeah. Eastern European Russian descent. Or Russian, yeah. That. Yep. Um, but there is this just, again. That was purely a um, like a on the minute, on the spot speculation about like old Craven, who's you know I like got all of his battle scars and things like that, and he's telling the story uh, of of his life. So that'd be, I wouldn't be opposed to that version of it, but I, I feel yeah, like no, that sounds good. I do feel like if you're going to be paying Russell Crowe, you almost have to like pay him, like to use him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't just pay and be like, yeah, you're our narrator. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, Sony's got money, so they don't necessarily have to, if, if they have Russell Crowe there. And I don't know if in today's world, if Russell Crowe is as big of a deal as he was back in like the, you know, Sparta days. Think about it. They it's been absolutely... 22 years since Gladiator yeah. came out. Yeah. So he's I mean, he's not in as high of a demand as he was. And, you know, I don't mean anything ill will by that. Just the facts. Um, so with that, I, I can you absolutely see them doing exactly what you said. He's in there the first, you know, I, I, not even just beginning in the end. He could be in the middle a little bit talking about the story, but he might not be featured that much. And, and I'm, I'm doing a quick last minute bit of research here because I also thought that he was cast in Thor Love and Thunder. Am I mistaken in that? He is. He's Zeus. Uh, he is Zeus in, in Thor Love and Thunder coming out later this year. Okay. So talk about, you know, a guy who's walking between worlds. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm wondering how for him to be Zeus because I picture him. If we're picturing Zeus, I'm picturing him as not actually Zeus, but a person in a play that's playing Zeus. Like kind of, you know what they did with like Matt Damon and um, whoever else was in there. Oh, where they pretend, Luke where Hemsworth. They the play. Yes, yes, Luke Hemsworth, where they were pretending to be. I don't. So I don't. I don't want to. I hope this isn't necessarily. You know, like a. Um, spoiler or anything like that okay but so i'm on imdb that the post or the the page now for uh thor love and thunder and of course it has christian bale as gore the god butcher it has natalie cormor's jane yes, foster yes. uh chris hemsworth as store tessa thompson valkyrie chris pratt as peter quill russell crowe as zeus it has matt damon as actor loki melissa mccarthy as actor hella sam neill as actor odin Luke Hemsworth is actor Thor. So there it does look like they are okay. differentiating, if you know what I mean. That's true, true. Uh, so okay. um so anyway, I, I I feel like there's three distinct like comic book 
cinematic universes there's marvel there's dc and then there's like the sony marvel so you know in you know one year give or take you know we're getting uh russell crowe in marvel and in sony as a marvel character so uh it's, it's interesting to say the least yeah absolutely I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to Thor: Love and Thunder. There hasn't been really that much information about. It. No, it, it's this is what you're going to get, and good luck. Yeah, and great. We we and we know it's not coming out till 2023. So, Thor: Love and we Thunder. We still got more 2022 movies. Yep. No, I no. Sorry, no. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of Volume Three, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Because I know that because when, when we did the top. And they moved all it. that stuff. We had uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three out of our 2022 slate. Yeah. That was a long time ago, though. Greg, yeah. you might not remember. Was that what two, three weeks ago? It feels like it was a lot more, but it might have been two, three weeks ago. To be honest with you, Thor: Love and Thunder release date again. IMDb, not to say it's not uh, subject to change. July eighth, 2022. Yeah. So I feel like I was thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, well, that's okay. Hey, it's okay, fella. It's okay. Um, you know what? Maybe there's going to be uh, trailers this weekend because isn't there some kind of uh, game or something like that going on? Is weekend? there? I don't Boy, know. Howdy! I'm so excited that you mentioned that because From what I heard there. Well, you, I'm not good. It's fine. Uh, I, I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> this Sunday is the Super Bowl, which reminds me, I have to get my wing order placed. Where are you getting your wings from? Uh, there's a church here in town uh, that they're doing okay. it. So I'm going to get. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get a pound of barbecue wings because my wife prefers them. And I got clarification okay. on the order form because it just says trash. I said, what exactly are the trash wings? So those are wings that have been fried, you know, and then okay. they've been sauce, tossed in the sauce, and then okay. back in the fryer. Okay, interesting. interesting. And and my, my guy, my source says they're delicious. So I will try okay. the trash wings and I'll let you know. I'll okay. let you know about it next week on the show, Mike. Yes, absolutely. If I don't die. Okay. But you're right. That's not the only movie Thor: Love and Thunder that we're getting in 2022. Of course, we're getting a lot. But one of the ones that <laughs> maybe we didn't think about or didn't know about because it's not theatrically released. Uh, share this trailer yesterday from the writer, the star, and the producers of Free Guy with maximum effort coming to Netflix on March 11th is starring Ryan Reynolds himself, The Adam Project. Did you have an opportunity, Mike, to watch that trailer for the Adam Project? Let's pretend I did. Isn't it just great? Wow. The, it surprised me. It shocked me. It hit me to my core. It, it looks like it's going to be one that I could theoretically watch with the whole family. I mean, not that the twins yeah. will care, but uh, my oldest, I feel they like you know, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a father-son, I think, story. That involves it's, uh, time travel. Yes. It's one of those things that, you know, maybe he might not sit down and watch with you, but if it's on TV when he's in the room, you're not going to have to shut it off. That's, unless he tells you to. 
who do you think wears the pants around here, Mike? Your wife. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be very happy to know that you recognize that as well. Uh, yes. The trailer does look. Uh, I, I mean, look, it's it's Ryan Reynolds. Uh, and I say this with no hint of like cynicism or irony, but it's uh, Mr. Do No Wrong, Ryan Reynolds. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. it, and I've you know made comments that I hope don't come across as disparaging. But uh, oh, also, Zoe Saldana is in the movie and Mark Ruffalo, I believe, plays the father. Uh, but it, I think Ryan Reynolds is, is, has gotten to the point where he's pretty much just playing Ryan Reynolds in, in all yeah. of his movies, you know, and, and letting, letting the story unfold around him, which kudos to him. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a skill. Um, so uh, it, it is that the father, from what I picked up from the trailer that I watched just 17 hours ago, uh, the father has gone missing and kind of left the son to, going to grow up without his dad. Right. Uh, so right. future, I'm guessing Adam, I, I can only assume that the boy's name in by extension, Ryan Reynolds character's name is Adam. Um, future Adam comes back in a fancy machine that lets you travel through time and space. So to, I, I believe find the dad. That's my guess. Yep. So it'll be fun. Yes. And that comes out March 11th on Netflix. 11th. Mike, would you know, would you like to know about another movie that's coming out this year? Sure. It is featuring my son's favorite topic. Sonic. Dinosaurs. Ah, Sonic the Dinosaur. <laughs> he, they had a um, career day at school. This week, because uh, last week, you know, half the well, more than half the week got canceled. So they were pushing some of their activities into this week. And so today or yesterday was career day. So you're supposed to dress up as your intended career. So there were a lot of doctors, a lot of police officers. There was a blues player in his kindergarten class. Uh, but he was the only scientist, not just any scientist, Mike, mm-hmm. a lizard scientist. Lizards need scientists too. If only there's a, a way to, you know, like a, a more pro- professional name for a lizard scientist, a herpetologist. Uh, I knew there was. Yes, there was. Yes, herpetologist. Yes. Thank you, Google. Now I'm. Yes, I'm hoping that he wore some kind of protection. He so did. like the because obviously lizards are poisonous. You don't want to get that, <laughs> something like that in your eye. You know, he, he had his white lab jacket. Well, I hope so. That's a scientist. He had a name tag uh, and he had his protective glasses uh, in, for to help uh, protect him okay. against the poison lizards. Now, I say all that. Be careful. Yeah, right. Uh, I say all that to say this. The movie, of course, I'm talking about is. Jurassic World Dominion. And in this, we get the lovely and talented Bryce Dallas Howard. We get the lovely and talented Chris Pratt. And we get the lovely and talented Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and 
I know her name. It's right there. I, I know. I see her face. Uh, Laura. Laura Dern. Dern. I got there. Yes, correct. Um, and and we get all those in the ultimate final battle for world domination. Any uh, guesses on who la- you think's going to win? When was the last time? Yeah, when, <laughs> uh, when was the last time you watched any of the Jurassic Worlds? Not that long ago. I same, want. Same. I want to say it was maybe over like the Christmas break. We watched Jurassic okay. World, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Okay. So I, I watched them both recently within the last, I want to say month or two, uh, which is, I happen to have them on my, on my voodoo. Uh, it's tell me if you agree or disagree with this. Uh, first Jurassic world, not bad. Definitely have some plot holes in it. Of course, uh, Jurassic world fallen kingdom. Meh. Jurassic world in my opinion, mm-hmm. yes, is the second best Jurassic Park movie. Okay, well, yeah, I could, I could see that Jurassic Park was first, and then Jurassic World second. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom, I didn't hate so much. No, um, didn't hate it. I, I, and I wasn't trying to put words in your mouth, Mike. Of course, um, I didn't bump into, I suppose, some of those. So here's here's a, a little story about me. I've never seen. Uh, Lost World, Jurassic Park, like the second movie. I've seen Jurassic Park three, uh, but I've never seen Lost World. Um, so sh- shame on me, me- mea culpa, whatever you want to say. Um, but Fallen Kingdom added a, a new element of like real evil, maybe because yeah. like dinosaurs are, you know, they're they're going to act in- instinctually. But when you start like, right. tampering with genetics to build, you know, like the perfect dinosaur that will go in and destroy everyone for weapon purposes only, yeah. uh, you know, I don't. Uh, that was, you know, okay, that was a little hard to uh, hard to swallow. But uh, I, there were aspects of that story that I really liked. Uh, they went back and uh, you know, kind of drew some lines to. Uh, Dr. Hammond, who had started Jurassic uh, Park, you know, decades prior, the the guys, you know, little granddaughter, they there was that that element of concern that all I think all the Jurassic movies have when they're done right is like, my God, how are we going to protect the children? Type of thing, you know. And that's one thing I I didn't necessarily see from this trailer for Jurassic World Dominion is, you know, it's the adults we know now. The adults we had, you know, gosh, God, 30 years ago, son of a bitch. Um, and you're like, I get it. Dinosaurs are now like traversing all across the globe. Right. But there's, it's almost like too big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even at, at points of like where Fallen Kingdom left off, where you know, there was, I think it was cyanide or something like that gas that was going to threaten to kill all the dinosaurs. And somebody, you know, made the call to open the doors and let the dinosaur free. I feel like there's enough like personnel in the National Guard who would have been able to do something about that and not necessarily have 
dinosaurs in other continents? <laughs> like, how does that part happen? You know, why was I seeing dinosaurs in like Italy or, or wherever it was? But we'll see. But we're not going to pass judgment ahead of time. We'll pass judgment only after. Yeah. And by the way, you mentioned that you haven't seen or yeah, you said you haven't seen Jurassic Park two and three, right? No, just two, just the lost world. I have seen three. I saw three in theaters okay. when it came out. I've okay, I've seen two and three and they merged together. Like I remember clips from them, but like they all the two and three just merged together and they're fairly forgetful. Um, so yeah. Bold bold Don't words. Like, it. Bold words. Yeah. I mean, they are, and I and I've seen them several times. They, you know, several times. Sure, 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 sure. What else we got on the docket besides Jurassic World Dominion? I'm glad you asked, Mike. I got some news this week that brought so much joy to my heart that I almost shed a tear. Okay. Futurama, my comfort food of cartoons is being rebooted or making a comeback or however you want to put it. Thanks to Hulu. Now I think I've said before, I watch Futurama every night at bedtime. Futurama is what I go to sleep to. And that's not Mm -hmm. a knock on Futurama, but it is literally like it's the familiar voices and, and you know, there's nothing that I have to think about or pay attention to. It's, Right. I can, you know, I've seen all the episodes enough. I can just close my eyes. Futurama, and you know this, Mike, but Futurama got me through a real tough uh, time in my life a few years back. Uh, right. So it, it's Futurama is there for me. I if if my Hulu viewing was the one metric that they found to be like, well, there's there's a real need, <laughs> there's a real desire out in the public for Futurama. We got to bring it back. I, I'm I'm so happy. Now, I, I am also happy. Uh, and I the same way that you fall asleep listening to uh, Futurama, there's certain podcasts I'll listen to to fall asleep. And the it, like, same way for you, it's, it's comforting. Like, it's ones I've already heard several times before. It's familiar voices and stuff. So I don't, I don't have to really think about it too much. Now, here's the problem or possible problem. These are going to be new episodes. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be able to false? Cause you're going to have to, you're going to want to pay attention or is it going to be, I'm going to watch an old episode to fall asleep. And then when I'm awake, I'm going to watch a new episode. I mean, that, that works. Yeah. I like that. You and also my, my Hulu settings are such, you know, most streaming services allow like just binging or binging for, you know, if it's an hour long drama series, it's tend to be like three episodes. I don't know if it's like that with sitcoms. I actually have my Hulu settings set to one episode. Uh, okay. So uh, when I do doze off at night, uh, go to Slumberland, uh, the next night, I'll like try to pick up to about where I think I drifted off in the episode before, even though, as I've mentioned, I've seen these episodes now countless times. Uh, so I always try to pick it. That being said, I will stay awake for new episodes of Futurama. Okay. I mean, I'm don't, in. Don't, I say, am don't in. say for sure you're going to stay awake for new episodes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we we should consider the source. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike, thanks so much for uh, knocking me down a peg or two, my man. 
<laughs> well, I mean, just, you got you got to know, you know, know your strengths and weaknesses. It's true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, so there are a couple things that I feel like we've done a pretty good job in this episode of maybe not necessarily having anything the spoilers. You know, we've talked about some trailers. We've talked about Futurama coming back, more news and notes. That being said, Mm -hmm. Book of Boba Fett did wrap up its season this week, and we got the second to last episode of Peacemaker. Now, I say that because up until the last five minutes of Peacemaker, I thought it was the last episode of the season. Uh, But one more episode of Peacemaker coming next week. In the interest of preserving an episode for someone like best friend of the show, Josh. Right. Do we want to even venture into those waters? I know he has been watching some book of Boba Fett, but I don't know if he's caught up. Let's just, let's just wait. Let's we'll tape. Just save this for best friend of the show, Josh. I like it. I like it. Best friend yeah. of the show, Josh. This is what we do for you, man. We make yeah. sacrifices for you. So I hope, I hope when you finally get time to listen to this episode, when you're out in your garage, smoke a cigar and drinking some bourbon, that you put on Nerds United. And if you're not going to put on Nerds United, Josh, at least put on a show to get you caught up to where we can be yeah. comfortable talking about it next time around. Um, now, that being said, there is a show that I'm desperate to talk about. And okay. that show is uh, available in its entirety on Amazon Ooh. Prime. And that show is Reacher. Dexter. Oh, Reacher. Reacher. Okay. If you'd have timed that better, then it might have been. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, because I don't watch Dexter, uh, but I do watch Reacher. And it's only been out for a week and eight episodes. And Mike, I finished that entire show in the week. And I finished it a couple nights ago watching three episodes back to back to back, uh, wrapping it up around midnight. And I stayed awake. Mike, you'd be right. so proud of me. I am. I'm jumping up and down with joy right now. Now, Greg, when you told me you had finished it, I was only on episode four. And there are about hour-long episodes. And this is also along with te- like teaching all day and then come home. Well, actually, teaching all day, then I go to the gym, then I come home and make dinner. And then with dinner, we got to watch Dexter. It's Dexter and dinner. So we watch watch Dexter. And then either I will try to watch a little bit of Re- Reacher um, or I have to get ready for the next day. Right. But with that being said, I did make it to I am on episode seven right now. Right. So I told you, and I don't know if you did this or not. I told you, I said, if you want to talk spoilers, you can't as far as uh, for episode eight. Even episode seven and eight, but you have to do uh, two truths and a lie, or two lies and a truth, whatever it is. So that way, you're talking. You, I know something's going to happen. You're going to spoil it, but I don't know which one is the spoiler one. But before we get to the spoilers, before we get to the us uh, almost said lesson, uh, episode seven and eight. What do you think of episodes one through six? Let me just say, Mike, I was so. Maybe it's the actor, like because we had a Jack okay. Reacher movie starring Tom yes. Cruise that 
I saw years. I mean, yes. years ago. I don't. I don't even know exactly what movie. I think I lived in Nebraska at the time, so maybe like oh five, oh six, something like that. But that might not be accurate. Right, right. Um, this this character is not new, but this no. actor Alan Richson has been around uh, for, and, and he's been around in genre stuff. So of course he was Aquaman in Smallville, yes. and I think yep. we all owe him. Maybe not him. It was his. Uh, I think debut episode where we got Erica Durant in a bikini. So there's some, yes. you know, like there, there for me, there's some, you know, I, I have happy memories when I think of that Aquaman episode. Um, but then he was uh, played Hawk in Titans yep. on, on HBO max and he knocked it out of the park. So I was, I was, more interested, I think, maybe in in the show because Alan Richson uh, was playing the lead. But the dude is like six five and jacked, uh, and I the show brought. So uh, I think I, I made the comment to you. You know, of course, there's the action, so there's the violence that comes with the action. Um, but what I maybe didn't anticipate was the, the Reacher's character. Uh, his character's like dry humor like he's very like blunt almost in a no-nonsense type of way like he doesn't smile a whole lot but as you get into the story you realize why he doesn't like really have much reason to smile a whole lot but uh he he's got this way about him that you know like he no no nonsense no bullshit he likes to shut down uh, like stupid ideas in what i think is the most entertaining way possible so for that you know like i i I, I said, uh, sent you a message at one point. I said, you know, there's a, a part of this show that just made me laugh out loud and it shouldn't have because it's not a comedy, but it's maybe it's the juxtaposition of, you know, this, this, you know, the character of Reacher, at least is, as it's portrayed in this series is, uh, you know, he was a, a U.S. Armed Forces like special investigator. Um, the character is very smart. Uh, the actor, I mean, you know, I, I can say this as a, as a straight guy, he looks like he's chiseled out of marble. Like if you took yeah. the, uh, uh, the statue of David and put it in like human form, I feel like it'd be Alan Richson. Um, so he's too good looking for his own good. Uh, <laughs> it, and so it's not fair that he, the characters as, as smart, as good looking and as funny as, and as of course, badass uh, as, as he should be. So I was in, kind of from the beginning of, uh, I like that it's in, in so many like crime shows, be it, you know, like a CSI or law and order, like you get to the end of the episode and you get the answer. Right. What I liked about the show is there's so many points throughout that, you know, as, as the, the kind of like wall starts to kind of cave in on, on Reacher and, and some of the other, like, I in, in my mind, I'm thinking like, I don't know who to trust. You know, like I'm, as I'm watching this, I said, I don't know if he should be trusting this person. Why is it that this information just kind of pops up, you know, when, when it's only been given to a certain few. And I, I was, I don't know. It took till very late in the uh, um, season uh, or in the show that they kind of like put some of those fears. I don't know if this is a spoiler, so I apologize. 
Uh, but they put some of those, you know, fears or, or they answer some of those questions, maybe is the, is the best way to uh, phrase it. Um, but what I liked about it is for, I think if, if you're in the position of reacher, you have to kind of uh, take the attitude of, I don't know who to trust, you know, like I'm an outsider in this right. town. Um, and, and there's so many moving parts that, uh, you know, I, I was like, ah, you know, there's some, some parts of it that I, I did like, you know, cheer and, and celebrate. And some parts left me scratching my head. I was like, how the hell did that, you know, how, how did that information get leaked, get out type of thing. But of, of the entire eight episode run, you know, we, we have a very good uh, Superman and Henry Cavill and we have, yes, I, I guess a very good super uh, uh, Ty. Uh, I can't remember his name from Superman Lois. Uh, but very popular Superman there as well. Uh, yeah. What was it? It's like Hulkland or something like that. Yes. Something um, with an eight. But there was one like shot where, and I don't remember if it's episode six or episode seven, where they're in the city. Like he's in New York and, and he's trying to acquire information. And so he has to like buy a suit <laughs> and the tailor uh, he's like, Man, I, he's like, I need a suit and I need it now. He's like, we ain't got that much fabric, big boy. <laughs> you know, right. he's like, well, hold on. There's an uh, there's a New York giant uh, got the suit, but never came and picked it up. So he's like wearing, you know, obviously for the purposes of the story, it, it fit perfectly, which is never going to happen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, you know, he, he has this meeting uh, and, and then he comes out of the meeting and he sees it like, oh, I've got to like essentially take off running and he cuts down an alley in such a way that is very reminiscent of like Christopher Reeve Superman, where he's, you know, yeah. turning the corner, coming down and, you know, like the, the suit jackets off and you just, I, I never in my mind did I think that like, yeah, Henry Cavill needs to be replaced. But if you take Alan Rishon and maybe you like dye his hair, a darker Brown or black or something oh, yeah. like that, there was that moment in my head where I was like, Oh, there's super that felt very Superman esque. Um, there's no special abilities about Jack Reacher except for his, you know, like military training. And you find out through some flashbacks, some, uh, you know, like maybe a, a little bit of like lifelong distemper, you know, <laughs> like he's just, he's just always, you know, been a guy who he, you learn that he was taught the right way, like taught to stick up for the little guy, you know, uh, but. Sometimes you have to end things with your fists. Uh, and so that's very, very, I don't know that I'm talking so much, but I'm just so happy that uh, the news about Reacher is that it's getting a second season from Amazon prime. And I think it's certified fresh on rotten tomatoes, which is not, you know, really ever yeah. a metric that we discuss here. Um, but just, I, I had so much fun watching this show. Uh, like I said, they're not just Reacher, but some of the, the, you know, uh, side characters and, and uh, uh, supporting cast, I guess, you know, they all had little moments of, of, you know, uh, dry wit, I guess, when you realize the circumstances of the show itself uh, that you, you just sit back and you kind of chuckle uh, because of, of it. I feel like it's some smart ass thing that I or my friends would say, or like you, you know, certainly Mike, uh, I'd, Cause you're one of my friends too. You know, I don't want you to feel excluded, yep. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you know, I, without giving any like real spoilers, when I hope I didn't, um, 
I just had so much fun watching the show. That's probably why I was able to crank out like three episodes that last night of watching it because I got sucked in and I didn't want to stop without like getting to the end. Oh yeah. By the way, um, if you want to listen to a really good podcast, listen to Michael Rosenbaum's inside of you with Alan Richson. Oh, it is amazing. And it's recent one. He talks about uh, what he had to go through to get this role doing the role. Yeah. It doesn't really I kind of spoil something from just one time, but not really a spoiler. It just talks about a fight he has. That's it. But it, it is excellent. Uh, by the way, that is the most recent episode of inside of you yes. uh, just from this past Tuesday. Uh, Reacher's yes. Alan Richson. I'm putting yes. that on the old uh, download episode. It will. It will there's certain points that it will definitely shock you. Uh, I'm looking at, at uh, some of these titles. I, I think I, f- I feel like I should listen to more Michael Rosenbaum podcasts. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum is very good. Uh, a lot, he talks a lot about mental health stuff, which I which I enjoy um, in his podcast. And he commented on uh, or replied to a comment I put out on Twitter. Uh-huh. He he commented. So there was something about uh, Lex or whatever. I honestly don't remember what it was. And then um, he commented something like, "Oh, I didn't know about that." And then I commented and said uh, something like, "Oh, is is it Rosie? Is is?" And then I added him. Is Michael Rosenbaum going to play uh, Lex? And uh, he commented back to me and said something along the lines of, "I'm always Lex." Much love, Mike. Nice. Life complete. We're best friends now. You think you could get him on the show, Mike? I'm going to try. I I think I'm, you know, I might maybe, you know, have to join his Patreon or something, but but I'll add him a couple times, you know, I'll get him on there. Well, going back to comics, and I don't know if, if, you you before we do that, let let's get your thoughts on Reacher so far because you have one episode left. Yes. Well, tell you, I'm on seven, then I have to go to eight. Oh, oh, oh. So you have uh, I, one I, plus yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. I I feel the same as you feel. Um, I I thought at first, actually, like his, because one of the very first scenes is somebody like uh, making fun of him or picking on him or yelling at him or something, which is weird because the, the guy that was doing it was like five foot eight and, you know, Reacher. And, well, Alan Richardson is six two, but like they make him look six five. You know, he looks huge, you know. Um, but he just does this weird stare at the guy. And I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be scary or funny, but it's more on the funny side. And the guy, and then nothing happened. The guy was just like, oh, whatever, man. You know, and then ran away and stuff. But actually, once I listened to um, the podcast that I talked about, I had so much more respect for what he had gone through mm-hmm. and stuff with all this. Um, and it put a brand new perspective on it. And those so muscles I'm, are I'm 100% to, natural, right? Yeah, Mike? 100% natural. Uh, he does push ups and he uh, eats eggs in the morning. And that's all you have to do, people. Oh, I guess I know. And yeah. I have breakfast tomorrow. Yep. Wait, wait. Are they full just eggs? Like- or, or, how are, or, okay, so when you say 
because there there was a time in in our not so distant like human memory where people yep. like put crack your eggs into your glass and drink the eggs and you're Chug good them. to go. But when yeah. he eats eggs, are you yeah. like full eggs, egg whites? Are is he drinking the cup of eggs? Like, what do I have to do to look like? Because I There's think animals. I think if I looked like Alan Richson, uh, my wife wouldn't be putting the six year old to bed, if you know what I mean. That's yes, yes. There'd be maybe four coming, right? <laughs> uh, so real simple. All you have to do, uh, what he does is. He does a scrambled eggs. He does uh, six egg whites scrambled. Ooh. And then as he's eating them, um, his uh, nutritionist or coach, whatever you want to call it, um, injects him with steroids. <laughs> so it just like if you, it's a two part process. That's hurtful. By the way, uh, I mean, Alan, if you're listening, you're actually a really cool guy. So. If you do steroids, I, I could care less. Do them all you want. You're who cares? You're making I, movies. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, so I don't. I'm not like advocating one way or the other. But as you know, I, I don't watch pro wrestling much anymore. But I certainly used to, right. and so I listen to a lot of those like Conrad Thompson podcasts. And Conrad's always uh, kind of uh, portrayed the same opinion about steroids and pro wrestling. He's like, yeah, maybe it shouldn't be in football, basketball, baseball, hockey, where it's actual competition but if a hollywood actor or actress is you know if an actress is getting enhancements or an actor you know if they're doing any type of of um, cosmetic surgeries things like that or he, he says he did another one that's like you know like theater or broadway or something related right. uh then you know this is all a show this is you know choreographed okay. entertainment uh, then, you know, if it helps you recover faster, you know, whatever, then he didn't see an issue with, you know, pro wrestlers under the safe uh, care of a doctor. Yeah, hitting okay. that vitamin S. I got, I got, I got something to add to that though. And I kind of, I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but here's the problem with that as far as, professional wrestling goes which i'm also i'm the same with you i used to watch it a lot i don't watch it that much anymore but when you have these guys who are let's say naturally six foot two and then they bulk up to like this this huge muscular 300 pound solid muscle that's me they're gonna minus the solid more, muscle yes. yes yes sure they're going to get more looks at them than the other guys so it's not a fair playing field anymore. Yes, it's, you know, it is uh, predetermined, let's say. But if you have one guy who he's natural six foot two, 250 pounds versus and, and you know, athletic looking versus somebody like Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar's getting that that look. Brock Lesnar's going having the the produce, and, but not Brock Lesnar specifically, but Brock the, Brock Lesnar type is going to have, you know, Vince McMahon or whoever go, I want that guy. Now, time out. Are you insinuating <laughs> that the beast incarnate has or currently does use substances that some well, may deem? Just, 
<laughs> let's just put it this way. Uh, he was going to come back to the UFC about five years ago. I remember that. I- and then he realized that there was uh, some pretty stringent testing. And he went, eh, nah, I'll go back to WWE. Now, now to follow up, I, and I, look, at the end of the day, we're, we're very happy for Reacher and Alan Rich and, and Richardson, yes. and uh, uh, we'll finish up there. But to your point, Mike, if there's not necessarily like a, a negative stigma or a ban in the world of professional wrestling where it is scripted, predetermined, whatever you want to use, right. and you have the 6'2", 250 guy that's natural, the 6'2", 300 guy that's not – at that point, there's nothing stopping the natural guy from, you know, getting that advantage. So at that point, it's all personal decision making. Am I am, am, am I incorrect in that uh, statement? In a sense, yeah. I mean, but you can't say, well, then everybody should just take it because one, not everybody can afford it. Two, there might be some people who go, well. Uh, yeah, I, I know it's going to help me out now, but 10 years from now, when all my organs are shutting down because I've done it for years, I don't want that to happen. Some people might just morally not want to do it, right? So once sure, again, if sure. you have, you know, someone, you know, they, they get that look. And, and a lot of people might say, and by the way, we're not a wrestling podcast, but, you know, some people might look at people like, I don't know, uh, AJ Styles or CM Punk. Who? Stuff like that. And go, well, they made it big and, and they're not huge guys. Who? And you're, you're correct. Who's CM Punk? Does he wrestle for WWE? Yeah. Uh, not anymore. Is he uh-huh. not, you know. I feel like maybe I heard that name uh, years oh, sorry, ago. Phil, sorry, Phil, Phil Brooks. Sorry, no, Phil Brooks. That, that doesn't you know, help. Phil Brooks. Oh, okay. Is he okay. on like some independent uh, wrestling program now? Uh, he's on, he's on a, a, a little a show called uh, AEW. Never heard of it. Yeah, and nobody. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but Look, uh, the moral you know, of the story. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. No, no, I was just gonna say, but you know, with guys like them, they had to work extra hard to get noticed. So, Kevin Husberg. By the way, what do you think about what we're talking about? I I was I was a long time for him to talk. Hold on, I'm long time for Kevin to talk. Oh, interesting. Ah, good point. <laughs> should I should I call him and have him record a soundbite and then splice it in? I feel like that's more work than yes. I, I care to do for the show. Uh, no, but and, but don't even like, like just have him do a soundbite and just put it in. So wherever I say good point, that is just it, it's it. Just like hey, hey Kevin, uh, give me uh, ten seconds on your thoughts on uh, apples. Right. Be completely ah. Something that uh, doesn't fit as well. Look, at the end of the day, right. what we're trying to say is we're very happy for Alan Richson. Uh, yes. We think, we think Reacher is a fantastic show. We're excited for season two. We encourage all of you uh, to go out and watch season one. Again, available in its entirety uh, via Prime Video. Um, Mike, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's about that time. Yeah, I got to make dinner. I got to pee and then I got to go pick up kids. Yes. And then go have pizza at Benny's pizza pub in Belleville. What kind are you going to get? I don't know. They said they have a special flavor this week. That's like barbecue chicken. I'm kind of thinking that that looks good. So I'll keep you posted and I'll share about it uh, on, uh, on the Facebook page folks. Perfect. Perfect. 
Mike, you're the man. I thank you. Uh, I thank everybody who uh, joins us uh, here to listen to the show and engages with us on social media. Uh, you just tell Mike what social media avenue you like best, and that's where he's going to focus 70% of his efforts. Yes. Okay. And uh, so for a co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko with the full bladder. I'm saying be kind. Rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.